be honest. We can do Jet Force Gemini Night. I was thinking, like, when around the time Halo comes out, because I am, even though it's 343, and I'm not really, like, that psyched about 343. Did you not like 4? But, I mean, it was alright. I I consider it one of the best in the series, and so does Tyler. Yeah, 4 was my favorite. I mean, I, 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 it's not, it wasn't bad. I don't know, maybe just Halo's getting old after a while. I think, I think every first-person shooter has, has gotten kind of old. Well, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, genres in general, they all get old until someone comes out and does something revolutionary with it. Like, third-person shooters are kind of stale until Resident Evil 4 is like, check this out, you know? And everyone's like, whoa, we like that. And now look at every third-person shooter ever. They, they, like, they have, like, the core principles that were laid down that foundation from Resident Evil 4 now apply to almost every third-person shooter. You know, we never did talk about Prime Games. We didn't. So what's Prime Games? Prime. Like, what an example of a Prime Game? Like, um, I mean, I probably know what it is. Super but. Mario Brothers would be a Prime Game because look at how many different Super Mario Brothers clones there are. Right. Oh, that was the original, original just like side-scroller. Yeah. Like Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time showed everybody, hey, this is what an adventure game can look Mario like. Mario 64 is you definitely know, a Prime Game. Yes. Like I think Legend of Zelda is huge on that. Like yeah. Ocarina of Time was like, check this out. I, I can't tell you as a kid how many times I sat there just walking in the field doing nothing just because I can. Just like because it's an open world that I can explore. Like walking the, the bottom of the lake, Hyrule, yeah, with my, with my metal fucking boots. metal boots, with yeah. my blue tunic just because I can. Yeah. And just how cool it was exploring a dungeon that was 3D. That was so insane. And yeah, Zelda, the perfect uh, canvas for that world, if you will, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. taking us from the top-down Zelda and how awesome and revolutionary that was to Ocarina of Time. God, no one does it like Nintendo. Yeah, which is just an example of, you know, them changing it up. Look at the PlayStation. Um, I think, was it Final Fantasy the, in, in Square that built the... Um, the the background model that's like you know like for, like remember seven how they did the background model like how it was all like how how what what, what exactly is that called like they would have like the 3D models walking on pretty much a a painted background oh I know what you're talking to about to just build yeah. more realism into the background yeah and then look how many games like took from that like Resident Evil was like hey we can do it too and you know look at Resident Evil one like I don't know which one came first I think it might have been RE one but RE one or FF seven yeah, RE1. Yeah. yeah, so like, but so RE1 would be a good example there because that style added a lot of realism to a console that really couldn't put that type of graphics out. And they, they use that, that, that painted background style, you know, yeah. to, and then a lot of games took from that. A lot. Chrono Trigger was definitely, I think all of Chrono Trigger is painted in the back. Yeah, so all the Final done. Fantasy, yeah. freaking 7, 8, 9. Chrono Trigger, Parasite Eve, Square freaking banked off that one. They oh, they yeah. loved that. I mean, Square used to kill it, and Square. I think they still are killing it. Yeah, I mean, they put out a lot of good stuff. And Final Fantasy 15 demo was freaking insane. There was a lot of frame rate issues, but all in all, the just the animations is what got me the most. Like it looks so real. See, I haven't played it yet. Tell me a little bit about. Like that. okay, so in Final Fantasy 15, right? Just it's a simple demo. You, your car is being repaired, so you're just running through the field. You're trying to find Behemoth. You kill him. You can uh, pretty much make enough money off his horns to pay off the car and then get out of there. Okay. And that's like the whole story for the demo. But it's just everything about that game is so cool. There is serious frame rate issues, which I'm sure they're going to patch out. But like just the quality of the animation, it feels so real. Like when someone helps you up, just like how they pick you up and you know they like bump fists, like "Hey, thanks, bro." You know when you get knocked down. Is it traditional turn-based? It's more like I would say. I would say Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It's like, and from what I heard, the reason Kingdom Hearts is actually taking so long is they split the development team for Kingdom Hearts to one side work on fifteen and the other one continue work on three. Both coming out this year. I don't, I don't think, think they're, 15, either of them are coming oh, yeah. out this year. I think really? it's probably going to be Didn't either the demo 2016 come out with the last this year it did. with, with uh, Type Zero, type zero right. which is awful. I so mean, not worth playing at all? It, it, if you don't really... If, oh, man. So the Final camera's Fantasy, really bad. Final Fantasy Type Zero was a Japanese PSP game. Which was so cool. And then instead and then of they, taking it and putting it on Vita... They just ported it <laughs> to a console... <laughs> And kind of updated some of the main character graphics, and then they're like, hey. No, they, they literally just updated the main character graphics and left everything else a PSP port. 
So everything fifty bucks for it. So yeah. pretty much all the graphics in like the buildings and the the pixels are just really spread out thin, and the main characters look like they're like PS4. It's just did you only buy the it camera? To play the 15 I did actually. And then the camera, <laughs> yeah, and the camera though wouldn't stick. So if you moved it away, it would spin back to like its original like point. Okay. This made and this because it moved so fast and there was a blur effect that you couldn't turn off. It made rotating the camera just horrible, which I think the camera was like that because it was originally a PSP game, and yeah. for some reason it didn't decide to remodel the controls for, you know, console, but whatever. It sounds like they kind of slacked on that, but, uh, and the only reason it sold is because of the demo. Yeah, a lot of people said they bought just for the demo. That's an expensive like, it demo. Was, <laughs> it was and you war. said the demo wasn't even long, was it? it? I mean, no, I put like... I mean, I just continued to play it. Even after I had nothing to do, I just level up off the same crappy mobs. And then you could actually go back and fight Behemoth because you're Rome. And he was just such an incredible level that, like, it would be really, really hard to beat him. But it's just fun to fight him anyways. The graphics, though, are fucking insane. The the uh, the animations, like, when there's soldiers that will come up on this dropship. And, like, when they come down close and the wind's hitting the grass, like, you see your coat moving, your hair. Like, just even when you're running and he gets tired, he, like... Wipes his brow, like, you know, slows down and you know, puts his head back, like, oh gosh, I'm tired. Yeah. And, like, animations were awesome. I think it's pretty neat that they're doing, like, a futuristic type, like, environment with fantasy elements. Yeah, they even said one of the taglines when it was still being, in, um, when it was still 13 verses, was uh, a fantasy built in reality. Yeah, so that's neat. I mean, think about some of the coolest games are like Deus Ex because it's super futuristic and you get all those crazy elements like that. And then Deus you mix it, cool. dude. Deus Ex is awesome. The new one looks amazing. Oh my god, that trailer blew my mind. I want to say we talked about that trailer you know, the second podcast we. I also have to say whoever <laughs> is behind the soundtrack for that game needs a big kudos too because yeah. it just fits that that whole. Like, just the setting, like, this, the music yeah. is so good. It sure does. This is the first episode where we've gone seven minutes without introing, so I just want to say what's up to our fans, everybody. <laughs> this is BitFaced, and welcome back. We just kind of jumped right in tonight, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> we have uh, my best friend, Zach Tomo, over here um, in the Bit Cave today. And he uh, he just kind of rants about things and goes on. Yeah, that's why we have him on. <laughs> I don't mean to. It's, it's just the way. No, no, it's it's already been. I, I met you twenty minutes ago, and it's been phenomenal talking games about you. So I think we should continue. I would be uh, remiss. My had a request since we're going to have somebody here that knows about mobile games. He loves Clash of Clans. I would love to hear you tell tell me anything about Clash of Clans because I don't know shit about it. Yeah. All right. So basically, Clash of Clans is for. All systems like uh, iOS and Android, and then um, essentially, it's a it's a freemium title and it plays like a freemium title. So they, they let you kind of see, oh, this game's cool, but hey, you want to progress, you got to spend money. You don't have to. I know plenty of people in my clan that have not spent money on the game and they're pretty far, but just you have a long haul ahead of you and you're going to play it a lot to advance. I personally spend a lot of money on it. And which I don't normally do for what premium games. What do you drop on a, on a mobile game? Like, I mean... What have you spent What have you spent on Clash of Clans? <laughs> so, to be honest with you here, like, see, when I... When, what me and my wife do is, because we both like some premium games, and uh, I limit my only premium game to Clash. So what I would do is we had a wallet system where we would put 50 bucks a month into our wallet. And then that would be for our phone games, you know, whether we buy games, put some in and in app purchases. And so usually I would spend upwards around 50 a month, a month into Clash. And I'm just going to make an games. assumption here that you also spend money on other video games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> but you, you probably um, have a budget similar to mine. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it depends. Like if, uh, but I'm not going to get into that. I'll, I'll stick with Clash so I don't get off topic. <laughs> So basically, you have your base, you start off with a townhouse, and then you just build up your defenses, which can take time, over time, and then you like you set up your army, and that can take like an hour, so you go off, do something else, and then you come back, army's ready, and then you go to attack another person. When you attack somebody else, there's a trophy system, so let's say someone has 100 trophies, and you have 90, and you beat them, and you take 10 trophies from them for the amount of damage you did to their base, now you have... You know, 
you have a uh, hundred trophies. Now they lost ten. Now they have ninety. So like you actually steal trophies from them, and you also can steal materials like gold and elixir. Are you always fighting a real? Yeah, but you're not actually, it's not a live battle. What you do is, like, when you log off, your village is not open to attack. So someone can come and just storm your base, and then your defenses will act accordingly, so it's important to know how you're placing your layout. Your defensive layout is what determines whether you're going to win or lose an attack. And sometimes if someone's good enough, it doesn't matter how good your layout is, because you can always beat somebody. Like, it doesn't even matter if they're maxed. Um, My base is maxed. Um, there's 10 TH levels, so I'm already TH10. Townhouse. I have everything, yeah, townhouse. I have everything maxed out, um, and I'm all the way up into Champ League. There's several leagues. It starts off in bronze, and then it's silver, and then gold, and then crystal, and then you get up to masters, and you get up to champion, and then they added two more just recently for the top players, which is Titan and uh, Legend, and those are like... Uh, kind of hard because the higher up you go, the more money you're gonna have to invest into like keeping your rank. I don't, but that's because my base is maxed and it's hard as hell for people to take me out. How long did it take you to get that far? Or are you just that Two good? Years. Okay, or, but I would imagine you're probably pretty good at strategy games. Yeah, RTS. Oh yeah. I freaking love strategy games. Okay, so but normally I do a lot of research on defensive layouts to keep my layout like up to date, make sure like it's not easy to take down. And then it does... Now, here's the interesting part about this game. is Attacking is not like you would in a normal RTS where you have your troops. When you go to attack a base, you have your troop lineup that you built. Every troops have a cost, and you can only... Your camp only holds a certain amount of space. So, like, let's say someone has 12 cost. That takes out of your total of 240 space for your army. Like, you, so you can only build so many. You can only have so much. And some troops may take 30 spaces, some take one. It just depends on their strength. And so there's some defensive units that can soak up damage while you put out, you know, DPSing units behind them. And that's all important. Now, they, now here's the trick, though. You can't control your units. So when you're playing this game and you drop down your units, now from there on out, they act freely. And you just have to understand how the AI acts. So, like, if the Golem, for example, which is a defensive unit, he's going to go straight for their defenses. And he's just going to attract a lot of attention. If you put down uh, air balloons, for example, they're going to go straight for defenses. If you put down a wizard, for example, he'll hit anything within his radius. I mean, you set him down, and he's just going to keep rolling around. Now, this also plays into strategy on defensive layout. Because you know that there's some enemies that will only target defensive structures like uh, that will attack back, by placing... Uh, non-defensive structures like your storages and like barracks around your house and there's a space around that like an inch around a, around that house it actually fakes out the AI to want to continue rolling around the base hitting defensive structures instead of heading towards the middle to take out the townhouse so it sounds so, like there's a lot to it oh yeah it can, it's pretty it, for, it, it really is for, for what it is it doesn't seem like it and in the lower levels all strategy doesn't count for anything as you progress into the higher levels though strategy is taken greatly into account if you misplace anything during an attack you'll lose so and you said you're top thousand in the world and uh, i'd probably say u.s not in the world oh okay it's still pretty good that's still pretty say, good i'm probably saying like <laughs> my point, there's it, nothing wrong with taking the, the japanese out of any gaming if equation you're th- yeah like because like the top 200 the lowest in the top 200 is about 4,500 trophies. And now I'm at 3,600 trophies. So... Pretty close. I'm not too far off, but you gotta... Up that think budget to 100 bucks There's probably a month. at huh. least one person, you know, for, for every, like, point in that, you know. So, it would be a while until I make it that high, but... Yeah, I mean, that's almost... Well, actually, I stopped spending money on the game completely, because I just don't feel the need to anymore. Because you've moved on to... I mean, you walked in and shook my hand playing Vainglory, so... Yeah. Talk about that, guys. You're both playing it. Yeah, Yeah, I got him into that. Yeah, he was like, Vainglory, he's like, oh, it's a MOBA, you know, mobile online battle arena, and I was like, for the phone? That sounds like it's gonna suck. And I honestly thought that for quite a while. And he was like, here, man, just sit down on my tablet. This was just released on Android. Just play through it. He's like, they optimized it. You know, instead of most MOBAs are built to have three lanes, five people, um, a huge jungle, you know, one jungler, one support, 
one top lane, one mid lane, um, and then someone on Two bottom. Two bottom, yeah. yeah. So, and it's huge, and it's very, that's, you know, it requires a lot of strategy and teamwork and timing and all sorts of stuff, and I was like, that's just not going to work on a MOBA. You're going to be a clusterfuck, the controls are going to suck, abilities are going to just be trash, like, everything's going to be fucking horrible. And he's like, nah, man, just play. Just just pick someone and just tap around. All you do is you tap to move. You know, you pick a couple items. They've simplified items a little bit. You only have three abilities instead of a full, you know, set of four abilities. You have, you know, usually, you know, a main attack, some kind of utility attack, or just utility in general, and then an ultimate. And I played it, man, and I took straight to it because you have just three roles. You have laner, you have someone who's going to jungle, and you have someone who supports them. You don't have to play like that, but it works really well. And they, they, they kind of condensed the actual map. So instead of it being a large MOBA map like League of Legends and Dota, what it is, it's a single lane with towers that you know spread along the lane. And then it's a shared jungle and that branches out on the bottom with a neutral uh, store in the, sh in, the, in, the, in the jungle. And so... Because of that, they they were just able to really press more into like the graphics and then everything else. And like this company, this is their only game, and they just pour all the resources into making it the best. What dedicated. company is it? It's Super Mega Evil Corp. Never heard of. Them. That's a great. Game. Yeah, it really <laughs> is, awesome. isn't it? That's and then, and they have like they they're really really in touch with their fan base for the game because they know that the community right now is relatively small, but they it is growing. Especially after they pushed it to the Android. And uh, they just... Sort of like how uh, Riot puts all their resources into League of Legends. They're attempting to pretty much mimic that, but in a dedicated to mobile. And, I mean, queue times for a match are less than a minute or a minute 30. Yeah, so there's, there's a decent be, amount of people at play. There's got to be a fair yeah. amount of people. How long has it been out? Since uh, September? November. Oh, no, November oh, yeah, I'm sorry, November okay. last year. That's, so, it's still pretty it's very good, new. Yeah. yeah. That's so, I mean... They update it, like, every other months. month. Every, uh, like, every two weeks to a month, they'll update it with new characters. Yeah. And Since we mentioned last September, stuff. why are you still playing Destiny? <laughs> <laughs> I actually quit Destiny for a long time, dude. What was the appeal for you? Okay, well, like, honestly... I mean, how long, though? How long could you have okay, quit so it? It's been out for When, when it first came out, right... When it first came out, and we were playing it, I really liked this, the fact that I just like science fiction style deals, and it was like, there's really not another game that kind of is like Destiny, and I don't, and I, I know Destiny has a lot of problems that, I mean, are pretty blatantly obvious, especially the really greedy RNG system that just like, you know, hard grind, very little reward, but the Vault of Glass, when I first did that raid, when the game first came out... That experience right there just sold me. It was insane. Uh, that was one of the best raid experiences I've had. Like out of all my years playing World of Warcraft and other MMOs, that right there was just phenomenal. Do you have five people that you can just call on at any time? Oh yeah, like See, pretty much. Like maybe I'm not being fair on Destiny then because I've been on one raid. Yeah, and you guys didn't do anything, did you? No, we didn't accomplish. I will shit. say the second raid was awful. There are so many technical bugs. There are so many exploits to the point where it's like no one actually knew how to do it legit. People only knew how to do it through exploits. And, you know, and when people would try to do it legit, people were like, what are you doing, you know? And, but the game is best played with friends who you can talk to and play with on a frequent basis. And I've developed a huge friend list. I quit, though, for a long time. I'd probably say about five months out of the, the game's lifespan. I was not playing it. And then I came back right before this new expansion, House of Wolves. My friends who are just super leveled in there, they powered me up to where I needed to be, you know, ran me through raids, all in all nine. House of Wolves dropped, and it was phenomenal. They had a new social space, so there's not just the, there. the tower. What was really cool about it to me, honestly, the, the, there was this um, horde-style PvE element that they put to it. We just fight legions of people. 
And it was cool. I but actually it, played that once, and I got an epic, and I was like, I bet my nephew who's ten. I was like, nothing ever drops for me. And he was like, yeah, I promise you, you're getting an epic, and I'm like, no way. Yeah, sure enough, they they did draw, they did up the well, drop rates a little bit. Yeah, sure enough, I did. I didn't believe it because, dude, that's yeah. my other beef for that game. I never got anything. Yeah, well, I would and, play multiplayer, you know, and honestly, and everyone's like purples except me. It's just it's kind of like one of those. It's just it's like Diablo. It's like you feel like you're being treated unfairly. And then out of nowhere, you're just going to get exotic after exotic after exotic. Like, I was missing so many things, and I got them all within, like, the span of a week. What was really excellent about what they did with this this expansion was the Trials of Osiris. So they added this 3v3 competitive multiplayer where you can only start... You only can play it from Friday to uh, Monday. And um, when you get into it, you go up against another team of three... And it's composed of five rounds, and you just have to kill each other. That's it. It's the only stipulation. If someone dies, they don't respawn. They can only be revived by another teammate. This is the coolest thing they ever did. So what makes it so cool is by because it's not just, oh, let's win. We lose some. We win some. It's whatever. No, no, no. You have to win. Because before you start it, you pick up a, a card. And you have, um, you in order to get to the ultimate loot from this, you have to win nine straight. If you lose a single match, you're pretty much, you, you can still get rewards, but you won't get the best prize from that week. And uh, there are like little boosts that you can get, like get an extra win for your first game, uh, you know, mercy, which will spare your first loss, but then that's it. So still, technically, to get the rewards, you'd have to go seven and one. Yeah, like seven and one. Seven and one. Yeah. And so it's that's still not an easy feat, especially because what people don't realize is that the actual static, regular um, PvP Crucible in Destiny actually has a matchmaking. It doesn't just pair you against anybody; it pairs you against people around your skill level. Osiris does not. So you can be thrown against the best players in Destiny, the top 1%, or you can be thrown against, you know, Super just your Joe's. common average Joes. So chances of you running into a very good team out of all the games you have to play to go flawless are high. Yeah. So the reward is... Because I imagine for, the best players are playing Trials of Osiris every weekend. All yeah. of them, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if I were some of the best players, I'd just be playing... Can you play more than the nine matches? Yeah, well, I'd just what, be playing to fuck people over. Yeah, no, you can. Once you once you go flawless, which is what it's called, you get to go to you get to go to Mercury, which is the lighthouse, coolest planet ever. The sun's huge. There's really nothing to do there, but it's just a very very uh, flashy place to pick up all your loot. Oh. And then you get um, some really cool stuff from it, including an emblem that tells everybody, "Hey, I went flawless." And uh, me and my fire team, we went flawless for the first four weeks, and then I just stopped playing because I did everything there was to do. And also, I will note that it was getting incredibly hard to continue our chain of flawlesses because as the weeks went on, a lot of players became super discouraged and didn't want to play anymore because they're just getting completely wrecked. And so the uh, ratio the of, of the best players yeah. to the worst players started to shrink. And you just started getting like amazing teams after amazing teams. It became a real struggle. And I mean, me by no accounts was the reason that we were going flawless. Uh, two of my buddies are just incredibly good at PvP. And I, to I totally got carried. I could carry my own a little, but... Derek and Rocker tell me you don't even play right now. I don't. I quit. Yeah, again. The, so the last the last weekend of Osiris that we did, I got so frustrated. I was like, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you play on console? I know you're a big mobile guy, but what else? What are you uh, playing on console right now? Currently, just Final Fantasy 14. And you're loving that. Now, were For, you a big oh, 11 fan? I see. I play 11. My buddy, really? My buddy played 11 a lot. Okay. And uh, I actually played 14 before it was good. <laughs> <laughs> on PC? Oh well, yeah, yeah. When it was really when shitty. It was, when it was really crappy. Yeah, and then Didn't they have um, to release an apology letter. That's how bad it was. No, like, well, well, well this they is literally honestly the game, and they re-released the yeah, entire game. They shut down all their servers. Yeah. They like they discontinued the game completely. They fired the entire development team that worked on it. Replaced them with a new team and said, "Make this game better." And then they did. 
And they released it as a Realm Reborn. They have... That's, I've played it. I've played it on awesome. PS3. But, well, like, oh, there's so many good things. Like, one of my biggest, like, things on an online game is the developers and the relationship to the community. Like, I like to see them being responsive, listening, you know, not just caring about the cash we're forking to them, but actually providing, like, a great experience. And they do that. There's a hotfix every week for just minor little bugs and issues. Like, oh, characters weren't getting wet in the rain we hot fixed it so now everyone gets soaked you know little things like that just those details i like matter. when a company keeps up yeah. with their stuff like and, Blizzard um, does a good job with that. oh hey yeah. everyone in the forums complaining that bard and machinists are completely broken and they're right let's fix them you know we're not going to waste our time we're going to knock those out quick what's cool about the game is that it has all the quality of a triple a single player final fantasy game just in a multiplayer fashion all the soundtracks freaking incredible well, it's not even by Nobu Uematsu, or that's his name, right? The guy who does all the other ones for, like, you know, yeah. Seth Ross theme. And I'll go with it's that. It's not even him. It's it's a different guy, but the soundtrack is just phenomenal. Like, every primal has their own soundtrack dedicated to that primal. And, and like, those are, like, the summons. Like, Ifrit, Titan, oh, okay. Garuda. Yeah, in the game, they're called the primals, and they're gods, and they're pretty much causing like, a lot of trouble. Yeah, it's like a boss. And you so. as the warrior of light are going through and you're stomping them all out. And what's really cool is the actual story of the game is really, really fleshed out. Especially in the expansion that just hit. And it's like, it's, it rivals, this this story alone in the expansion rivals some of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Just because the story itself is what's really What's your favorite? Good. My favorite is 10. Oh, really? It's down. That's my second awesome. favorite. Awesome. I'd have to say uh, followed, by, followed by 8. I it's like it a lot. I really liked how unique it was from all the other ones with the draw system. And just like... Doesn't 8 have the card game too? It was yeah, so and good. I also like how they actually scaled enemy levels with your level. So it doesn't matter how much you grind. Enemies are just going to be strong no be matter what. Be that much better. You can really so cheat. So yeah, you, you, you just can't like overpower you know, your character and then just run through all the content. Like Everything was going to be a challenge. It was really cool. But yeah, the, uh, they added three new job classes to 14 in Heaven's Ward, and they're all really interesting. They added the tank for Dark Knight, the machinist, which is like, I'll say, Balthier from 12, you know, just pistol, air pirate type thing. Okay. They had that kind of feel to it, like the old musketeers from like the tactics games. It's kind of like what the machinist is. I like that. And then they have the astrologian, which is, I think, that's the class I'm rolling right now, which is totally interesting. Because a healing class that works on a deck of cards to buff their teammates, so you actually have this. So is there a random? Uh, yeah, you have yeah. you have six cards that you in your deck, and randomly you have a star globe is their weapon, and all the cards orbit around the globe, and then they'll pull one of the cards, and then they grab it. This really flashy animation pops up, and it shows what card they pulled. And it could either be like a 10% damage boost, a 10% damage reduction. It could be cooldown reduction, MP reduction, just a buff. And then they have multiple commands that they can work with their deck. If they Royal Road the card, they basically shuffle it back in and the next card they pull has an enhanced effect. Or they can spread the card, which they pull it from the deck for later use. Or they can shuffle it back in the deck and pull a new card. And then this is a whole buffing system along with all their traditional just heal, heal, heal. That sounds like a lot of fun. So how many classes does that make total now? Because there was a bunch. I have so many jobs. And well, that's what's cool. They're all jobs. So you essentially just have one character. And everyone can have everything. And then, yeah. And like and on the, all you have to do is just flip your weapon in your new class. Yeah. And they reward you for it because you get cross-class oh, yeah. you get, like, yeah. abilities. You get abilities like, okay, so... I'm an astrologian, but I have cross-class abilities from the Black Mage's Dharmatarge, which is their lower-level class, and then uh, the Conjurer, which is, becomes a White Mage. Because you have your classes, and then those classes, once you mix them around, become jobs. That sounds really good. It really is. When I did play on PS3, I remember how easy it was to solo, which is my number one thing in a game, because sometimes yeah. I don't want to play with other people. Yeah. I just want to level up my character and drink beer and... <laughs> And have a, have a yeah, good night game. You, you, can, you can do that. Okay. So that, that's what you're playing right now on, on console. Yeah, I'm playing pretty hard. Pretty hard on that. <laughs> okay, no, that's that's awesome, man. Um, what I'm playing right now, which I'm highly disappointed in. Don't mess up the name. I'm not going to mess up the name. Rory McElroy's uh, PGA Tour Golf. 
for as long as it's taken EA to make this game, ten courses, eight golfers. It's weak, man. It's it's pretty weak, and uh, I know they're going to charge gonna in EA all, fashion. So they're going to sell me eighteen more courses. Oh, and God, that model is getting really old for all games, to be honest. Like, and it, and I I think gamers are as a whole are kind of starting to react negatively to it. Like, if you take a, Evolve for example. Vault comes out and says, like here's half our game. Here, pay out your ass for the rest of it. Didn't you think and Destiny was very death. similar of a model? See, now, my thing with Destiny <laughs> is... Uh, here, check this out. This is I fair. I saw that look. Oh, this is shoot. fair. So check this out, right? <laughs> Destiny, right? I didn't like how incomplete it felt in the beginning. Now it does feel like a whole game... Now it does. That's where I spent another 40 bumps. With the season pass... But yeah. which, uh, which I mean, to be fair, just to play devil's ad- advocate, like every game has a season pass. I do disagree with the amount of content they launched it with. I think it was rushed, and I think that's why they came out with what it had. It was definitely rushed. Yeah, but what did Bioshock Infinite give me? A to start with, and then B, how badass were they? But there? from this point there on, there are good season passes I mean, and bad season passes. Honestly, yeah. I think Destiny would be a bad buy if you got it when it first came out. I think now, if you got it, which as a fan of Bungie, I did launch. Yeah, it. well, and well, here's the thing though. Um, in September, The Taken King comes out. They're adding three uh, new subclasses to all three classes. They're adding a new explorable area, a huge raid. They're bumping the base level cap to thirty, and that's without light on your web on your gear. So, and if you they're, they're, and now you can buy a bundle pack that includes all the expansions and the Taken King for relatively the same price yeah. as Destiny was when it first came out. Well, so I if you it was, bought it now, 80, 80 bucks for 80. the special edition, and you yeah. get Destiny, all of the expansions. And you get a bunch of like extra, sh- yeah, extra stuff. Yeah. And well, what's cool about oh, that, though? We have a parental advisory okay, on our podcast. So you shit. You are definitely allowed to say <laughs> shit. <laughs> but um, we, we, we do episodes without it. When other people are here, you are fine to cuss. Yeah, and I certainly have. So. Um, but <laughs> so if you want to get Destiny now. You'd be getting bang for your buck because the game does feel very complete now compared to what it did feel like. But I don't want to have to pay $100, $80. I think that that model of selling me half a game and then selling me everything else is this killing, is how, well, it's killing so passionate development of video games. I mean, so here's how I look at Destiny. And this is, my, this is what I, I rationalize with it and this is what I don't like about it. What I rationalize with it is that for my time in Final Fantasy XIV, I'd pay 15 bucks a month. And Destiny is still, yeah, still, still subscription, which I wow. will always take subscription over free to play. Wow. Always. Because free to play Because means the game is taken care of a little exactly. bit better. Exactly. You know that they're taking care of it, that you know that they're being dedicated to it because they're getting a lot of money for it. And I uh, and um I just I really I like that. I thought Final Fantasy over. went free on the PS4. It, I thought it did. Why did I hear it, that? It didn't. In it fact, did okay. it's actually one of the biggest MMOs out right now. It's probably one of the, it's probably one of the top two most played MMOs currently. That and WoW, I would assume, right? WoW's actually dying out pretty hard. Yeah, uh, it's actually it's Guild third. Wars Two that's yeah. competing with Final Fantasy XIV really? right now. Yeah, that's very. I always thought WoW was going to be the king forever. I mean, and it, it's still it, kind it, of it still king, it still has like. Uh, uh, and posts million players. It's just we may have to recheck that because they just released a huge patch, and you know everyone goes back oh, yeah. to play all that content. They do. So it's just, it's still not. I don't think it's running as strong anymore. No, because I mean, it's you, like again, you I have, definitely read that they've lost people. It wasn't yeah. like it was yeah. six or seven years ago. Yeah. Heaven Sword definitely boosted Final Fantasy where they want to be, and it tells because well, I mean, you'll know when WoW is suffering when they pull off their subscription model back to free-to-play. And you really, that's like the dying sign for any MMO. Like, Terra was running strong for a while in subscription, and then when they shot to free-to-play, that just tells you they're it's losing done. people. I mean, but yeah. WoW hasn't done that. No, they haven't. And but that's I've, because Blizzard keeps it small and keeps it very dedicated, which I always respect. And that comes right back to what I'm talking about with Destiny and Final Fantasy and we're going to say Blizzard. Okay, so... Their model is fifteen bucks a month, but look at all the content that Final Fantasy fourteen puts forth. Like they put out a lot 
Oh, I'm sure you like eleven. You get the weekly events. You yeah, get, there's oh, always yeah. something. And there's going seasonal on. events like lightning it feels showed like you're up part of in Final Fantasy fourteen, and you could do her quest chain and get her, like a replica of her gear. And they have uh, VIP rewards to reward people who are constantly playing the game and con- continue to subscribe. Like if you run like, and that doesn't mean like you can stop and you can resume it and you still pick off where you left off in, in rewards, and they reward you for days. So if you play that game for two years. Like 720 days, you actually get Cloud's outfit from Madden Children to use for your character in Final Fantasy XIV. That's really, really cool. That's quite um, the reward. That's quite the dedication, though. Yeah, oh yeah. And I, I have my buddy who I play with, he, he's about 80 days off from that, so. I don't have the time to play every day. I've got I other can't stuff play to every do. Day. As yeah. much as I would love to, I can't do it. Well, in my job right now, I can do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> nice. um, okay, but now, but here's here's Destiny. So, I rationalize it, okay, so we're, we're paying 15 bucks a month, let's say, for Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Destiny, we're paying up front 60 bucks for this season pass and um, 40 bucks for that season pass the it's next the year. It's the six levels, and dude. You can't. It's, it, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, they if never you rationalize it, you divide that 60 by 12, and that's like your monthly subscription... But the problem is, is that they're they're not putting out enough content to spread that out, and they're just relying on people to just. And the amount of content that was there to start with wasn't very substantial. Like I mean, for it was example, like going to eat steak and getting a salad. Yeah, and then that, that I mean, <laughs> yeah. like we're just now getting the we're and just now getting some French fries. I, we still haven't gotten the steak. I enjoy Destiny as that game that I come back to when they release new stuff, and then take a big break from when there's nothing left to do. House of Wolves, we, me and my team, we cleared the content within a week. And I'm talking about Trials of Osiris, the hardest level of the raid, max level, whole nine. We we were max level second day, and we already were pushing the content. And then we already finished the final version of the raid on the, the Friday. I bet it's we, a lot different when you have a, we cleared a, it in a, a nice group of people that you I mean, can do anything but with. Any, but regardless, in an expansion, there should be no reason that you clear their content in seven days. Like, there's no way I could clear Final Fantasy XIV's expansion in seven days. It's been like almost... A month now since that's dropped, and I'm not even close. Was that the one you just mentioned, or was there another one coming out? No, um, was Heaven's Ward was. Oh, are you talking about Destiny? No, FF. Or, I know well, all FF. about Destiny. Trust yeah, me. no, FF. They actually, this is actually their first big expansion. Like, yeah. this is their Burning Crusade to WoW. You yeah. know, their Trials of Zillier. Like, and what's really cool about that is, and you know, that, that's a big conspira- uh, comparison I put out with how dedicated Final Fantasy is to content. Is that in one of their patches. A freaking patch. They not like well, basically when the game came out, they had Bahamut as the uh, happens every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they had Bahamut the main raid boss, but you didn't just get to go and fight Bahamut. There was his co- there was the coil, and they would add one coil every patch, one or two coils, and you had to fight through this raid up until they eventually re- released Bahamut. And one so of their patches, I mean, that's they actually like, wow. put out a class though. Oh. In a patch, they introduced the ninja, and then more uh, like in like a whole bunch of new I had stuff a ninja for like different classes. Nice. Yes, yeah. I had a ninja thief. But Dude, what's I impressive about that is they put it out in a patch. Whereas uh-huh. if you look at World of Warcraft, they put out a new race in one class within Burning Crusade in an expansion, and then a new area, right? Yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen in their first expansion ever put out a new race, three classes or three jobs. And then an entire new area, and then these areas are huge. You're making me want to play six at 14, and I don't say that about any like, MMOs or I'll RPGs tell you right now, I, I, I originally started on the PC. I eventually actually pushed to PS4 because I quit all PC games. And then I kind of um, have to. Honestly, the only problem I have to say negatively about 14 is it doesn't play that well on the PS3. Like, especially in the raid settings. I never got that far. I just, I saw one. The weekend it gets, it was free. It gets really rough. They had like a free weekend. Because I, the, I think the PS3 just, its capabilities can't really handle. 14. What else are you playing on the PS4 that's awesome? Oh, shoot. I played a lot of Bloodborne for a while. And then... Are you a big Dark Souls guy? I wasn't. I never played Dark Souls game in my life. I opened up with Bloodborne and I was like, this is freaking awesome. I recommend, uh, is Crown of the Sunken King on PS4? I'm sure it is. Yeah. It is. I yeah. highly recommend you try it. You mean, yeah. 
Didn't they put the whole... Uh, or not Crown of the Sunken King. It's the whole sin, thing. Sin of the First Scholar. Sin of the First Scholar, yeah. yeah. The whole, I highly recommend it. At least oh rent God. it. If you liked Bloodborne, see where that came oh, yeah, from. Yeah, Bloodborne's awesome. If you like that, though, see where that came from. Come on. Dark Souls I also, I also picked Souls. up that Elder Scrolls Dark Online. Dark Souls and Demon Souls are different. They're not that much different. Tell me about that, because <laughs> I want to drop the 60 okay. bucks. Let's well, see, that's what's funny. <laughs> this is a funny story, because I went out... My buddy's like, oh yeah, I got Final Fantasy for uh, not Final Fantasy Good. I got Elder Scrolls Online. I was like, oh, I'll check it out. So I got it. I played it for about 30 minutes to an hour. And then I was like, you know what? This is making me want to play Final Fantasy XIV. And then I just dropped it completely. And then I didn't play it. Is it not good? I've heard good things. Like, I just, I mean, it is. It's just like. I have to justify uh, the okay, purchase. Okay, you know, here's, here's my thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those guys who are like, oh, graphics over everything, you know. I take everything into account when I play a game. I li- I'm, I'm talking about UA. If your menus look choppy, it irritates the fuck out of me. If your music sucks, if your voiceovers suck, if your graphics suck, gameplay, I look at everything when I play a game. Like, I'm very critical of games. you know. And uh, So when I play Elder Scrolls Online, you know, it just felt like another Elder Scrolls game, but just really bothered me was the graphics. I mean, we're on PS4, man. Like You can kind of step it up just a bit. Especially like when you have games like Final Fantasy XIV, which the the amount of graphical detail in that game is mind blowing for an MMO. I and heard The Witcher's the prettiest thing on both systems right now. Probably, I have I've heard yet The Witcher to play and it. Batman. Batman, oh. yes, I've been playing that Batman. That game is awesome. Okay, I I've, I've finished it. Not yeah, everything. I haven't finished I'm, everything. I'm still stuck like with. Uh, I mean, I haven't beat the game yet because like, you can like sidetracks with like trying to save Catwoman and these little riddle puzzles and stuff like that. The Riddler's such a dick. That was uh, that's such a good game. Oh and I, I, I like I know that they added the whole rain, the constant rain just to kind of add that flashy substance to the graphics because it does look nice. And um but it, Gotham can't I be like nice it. and cheery. I like it. Yeah Gotham I, has just, to be everything Gotham about that game is really cool. awesome. I like how they incorporated the Joker into the game. And I'm not going to go into how they did it because I don't want to ruin anything. We, we've talked about it, haven't we, kind of? Uh, we minor spoilered and just said that he kind of makes an appearance. That's about as, okay. yeah, that's about as far as we But I, I like yeah. I like how they integrated him into it. I like how they, uh, I just, I like how the Arkham Knight is a, an original character to this game. He was not in the comics prior to this coming out. How far are you? <laughs> now, I, 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 already, I already have a speculation on who it is. Okay, I'm not yeah, going to bother. Like, I don't even want to go into that direction because there's, there's probably a lot of spoilers to be had. I have a feeling you know who he is. Yeah. Uh, you have seen him before. I, 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 I kind of... Like, the more I play Do you it, read comics at all? I do. Okay. And I, and I, like, I would argue you definitely know who it and, is. Yeah, I mean, it, for someone I mean, who does follow, does. you know, it's just like... Kind of obvious because there's really <laughs> one person it could be, <laughs> like you know. But anyways, it's still cool that they tried. They they actually incorporated. The I agree with you. The Arkham Knight, that character is original. But when the mask comes off, you're gonna be like, yeah. I knew yeah. What was it was the only here. part of the game that really let me down, only because I've read the story before. Look, yeah. Man. When they showed the trailer, the first trailer that showed Arkham Knight, and he came out and he fought Batman. I was like, I see how he's moving, like, I can tell by the fact that he's fighting Batman, I know who it is. Right away in that trailer. Well, and you, there's only, haha, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to spoil it, so. Don't. I'm not going to. <laughs> keep it, I don't keep know, it's it been clean. out long enough. I mean, no. It's, it's been out long enough. If you I, haven't you beaten it, Bitfaced, you need to. <laughs> yeah, Bitfaced, just what is that? That's, that game's a month old, isn't it? Yeah. I had to set it down and play How long ourselves. was the campaign? I finished it in 16 hours. hours. Yeah. When I play games like that, I like to... I don't like to beat them quick. I don't either. So what I do is, like, I'll do a story mission, and then I'll actually go through and do, like, a set amount of sub-quests before I go back to, like, another story mission. Just so you kind of, like, take your time with it. And the game actually, clever, in a clever way, implores you to not rush through the story yes. and actually go and do other things. It's like, oh, well, you know, we might have some downtime while I'm finding this stuff on the computer. Isn't there that something going on with Catwoman that you might want to check out? And so it's like they're saying, hey, slow down. You don't need to hit story to story to story. Make this game I took a lot of detours. I went after Two-Face and Penguin were both in jail before I finished the campaign. I think the only thing I really hated about that game was the multiple takedown system. 
because I thought it was so clunky. Like, sometimes it works exactly how you want it to. Yeah. And then sometimes it doesn't. Like, if I'm directly above people, why? and you once you drop down, you can't activate it. You had to have snuck around or be within a certain distance where they can't see you to activate it. There was a lot of times takedown. I wanted to use that fear takedown and, you couldn't and I couldn't do activate it. it. Yeah. And you couldn't do it. And that drove me nuts because I thought it was one of the coolest things they added to this was these fear takedowns. I thought they were so much fun. But you just can't do them, like, half the time. I like the, um, how quick the uh, the Batarang is when and, like, the red guys are charging you during yeah. the fights. That was money bags. Yeah, that The fact really that Batman cool. can pick up a bat and just beat the shit the out of somebody. The only other thing that kind of earns me. really are Batman. And this is, this is really, like, a per- peculiar detail. But I don't know if you noticed, if two enemies were really spread apart, there's some times where you punch somebody, and all of a sudden you just zip, like, right 50 into yards guy. into the next guy. And I'm like... Batman, I know you're cool and all, but how the <laughs> hell the did you cover that? How did you cover that distance? That's what I was talking about with the combat system. That's been an issue since the first one. Yeah. Still though, hang on. He he's made the statement. We're gonna put you to the test tonight that he can get A levels on the fights by just tapping the buttons. And I was like, there's no way. There's not. There's that there's, many there's buttons, timing. Man. There's timing though. Yeah. You there. It's like a Guitar Hero game. I've said it before. There is. It's rhythm. Maybe. Yeah. But. I don't know, man. It just, it was, story-wise, graphics-wise, everything else in the last games were fine. I played... My, this is the best one by far. It really is. I'll try this one. It really this is. This is the best one by far. And only because it takes everything you loved about the other two, three maybe if you liked Origins. I didn't play it. I'll say the only other thing I didn't like about it, uh, the only thing I probably gripe it on is that they kind of forced the Batmobile on you in a lot of segments. Like... I don't really want to use a Batmobile to get on this building. Why do I have to drive my <laughs> Batmobile on top of skyscrapers to get to this one area? I know what level you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> in the very beginning. In the yeah. very beginning. I was like, is this really necessary just to pull this Every down? time I got stumped on a puzzle, I was like, oh, fucking Batmobile. Yeah, Batmobile. Every time I got stumped, I was like, oh, yeah, the Batmobile. And it just kind of seemed like Batman relies on it so much to the point where like, the guy's like, oh, make sure that we keep these drawbridges closed so he doesn't bring that tank in here. Like, because everyone knows, oh, crap, here comes the Batmobile, we're all screwed, because things like a multi-purpose monster. But, I mean, it was cool using it, is it just kind of, like, Batmobile, Batmobile, just push you on, and you, all, all throughout the Look game. Look how cool it is, use the Batmobile. But I will agree with you on the combat, like, I mean, it does take some level of skill to combat in those games, like, you can die, but... I died in a couple fights, there was a last fight when you If you, you actually take and... your time... Like, with that type of combat system, you can't die. Oh, yeah. If you in can. a sense. Oh, I'll, I'll, use the, like, I'll use the grappling hook and get out of the fight. For example, like Shadows of Mordor. Like, when I play that game, I would literally just sit there with a horde of, like, 80 guys. And I was like, let's do this. And just hop over him. Okay, counter that guy. Punch him. You just take your time with those button combos, and you can kill all, <laughs> all of them and not die. Just some of those counter systems and, like... Uh, like a one button punch kind of. I was playing Sleeping Dogs the other night, and it's very Batman. It's that very game similar. Is so much fun. It came out. It, it's fifteen <laughs> bucks on the one right now. I loved the story in that game. You know, it was actually supposed to be a true uh, one of those true crime, tr- true crime games. You know, yes. they just had those the, those free world true crime games. They had L A one. And I think they had like one of one, a rapper in one of them. I don't know. <laughs> it was D M X, wasn't it? I think so. Possibly. Well, anyways, that, that company—they're right. going to do one for Hong Kong. GameCube. Did he bark like and a they, dog? Uh, <laughs> Maybe they canceled it, and then Square was like, "Hey, we'll take it," and they just renamed it Sleeping Dogs and did their own thing with it. I loved the story in that game. I thought it was combat cool. is very Batman similar, though. Yeah, but, it's a lot but, slower. You can't go from Batman to Sleeping Dogs. I figured that. Yeah, out. I'm really it, having to slow myself down, but I'm liking it too. And I did play it on the 360, but it, it looks nice and clean on the one. I'm sure it's on the PS4. Oh yeah, it is. Okay, I have yeah. It. Because oh. I put it on the PC, and then I was like, I love this game. And then my wife, she was looking for a new game, I'm like, get this one. It's good. I like how it felt very, like, martial art, you know, martial artsy. With you know, the combat. In fact, you have a, a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a new Jade Empire. If we can have anything, oh, any Bioware. game That's ever. Bioware, isn't it? That is yeah. Bioware. <laughs> what do they work? Mass Effect 4, obviously. What yeah, else are they Mass doing Effect right now? Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, well, Andromeda, I mean, that's right. Mass Not Effect 4 is going to be its own <laughs> thing, though, right? I think, I think they're just it's, making a totally new story. I don't think they're doing anything with the old ones. I'm not sure. It looks different. I loved 1 and 2, and I, they dropped the ball so hard at 3, but... 
Mass Effect 1 and 2 are glorious. Say, so I'll take 3 over 1. Over one was one. very... Like, one was great. Here's how... One is the, I think 2 One, is, one is like, if I ever wanted an elevator simulator, it was Mass Effect 1. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> For me, I don't know. I fucking I loved one. I didn't I, dislike it. I played through the whole thing. Now here's I still the thing: feel like that game was short, though. Two, like, in my opinion, was. was the best one. And what, two was if, amazing. If you do, if you look at it, they actually one had a very like it was like Skyrim the FPS. <laughs> like that's how it really was, to be honest. And then um, or the third person shooter, not FPS, but then the second one was kind of a blend between the elements they had in the first one, and then more of an just a average FPS. They like, cut down the RPG elements just a bit. I thought the second one was the, very Gears of War and so was yeah, three. And, well, and, the cover. Yeah, it was. Uh, and they they, you, they really did slim down on the heavy amount of RPG elements to them. And they especially did in 3 because uh, there was a mode where it like took care of all that for you. You just play it like a third person shooter. Right. Um, where it would do the spell. But it was so restrictive like in 3. Like where you can go, what you can do. And then, the, and then they incorporate what made it special was the fact you you take your story and you run it through all three games, and characters that die in one don't show yeah. in two. And then I, 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 you know, and yeah, and I thought that was cool. I, the, my problem with three though is that all your decisions just kind it of funneled into in one path. Yep. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> choose so your own adventure. Choose your own adventure until the end, <laughs> which I thought was complete. BS and okay, you, you you were the only one. No, no, no. <laughs> no it definitely wasn't. The internet, the now, internet was here, on Here's fire my other day. problem. Okay, now this might seem like a particular gripe, but Mel Shepard's voice acting was atrocious in that game. It was so I monotone. I was gonna say, I haven't it was Mel so Shepard. monotone. It was so boring. I played Jennifer Hale but as Femme Shep. Jennifer Hale as Femme Shep. In that voice acting was just phenomenal. It literally changed the character for me. On every level. So I played through the entire game as Female Shepherd, Loving the game. Now here's my problem. Because I'm a guy, and this is just the way I am with these type of games, if I'm playing a female character, even though she's a female character, she's not a projection of me, she's her own thing, I still don't really want her running around with, you know, this male love interest because to me that's weird. I don't know why. Some people it doesn't. Oh, I was them. I was banging Garrus through the whole okay. series. <laughs> now here's my thing. I thought eventually, because I, I I thought okay, so when I when I make a character, I kind of like have a story behind her, like my own original story. Like she's hardcore, she's too tough for love type thing. But I was like, eventually she's gonna have some lesbian action with somebody down the line, and they never gave me that option. You didn't hook up with them. Now, in the third one... I was about to say, there was plenty of lesbo action in three. Yeah, they give you that one, like, secretary chick, your yeoman. Yeah, the yeoman. Like, but that's BS. Because, okay, now check this out. In the first one, I mean, this spoiler alert, not really, because everyone's <laughs> played it. No spoilers there. Yeah, but, you have to call spoiler alert if it came well, out well, this year. Well, <laughs> what was his name, the lieutenant? The, it was either him or... Um, the other chick that are gonna die. Uh, Ashley. Was Ashley, Ashley and Kate. Or Caden, yes, Caden. Okay, so you gotta pick between one of them. And the third one, it's either Ashley or Caden that's gonna come back depending on who you pick. They gave Caden a gay line for the male shepherd. So the male shepherd can get all gay with Caden. But they didn't go the same way with Ashley and Shep. And I, I thought that was that. bull. I was so pissed. I was like, yo, from the first game, I kill off Caden, hoping that one day, Ashley and me are going to get some lesbian action. And then you screw me over in the third game, <laughs> like, four <laughs> years later. <laughs> I was so mad. It really ruined it for me. I was like, oh, it sucks, dude. Wow. You planned out your lesbian I sex. planned it out. I, I, I hated Ashley. I thought she was racist. I thought she was a jerk. But I was like, but one day... We're going to hook up. So, saving you, Caden, peace. And then, um, I also had a huge liking towards That's Tally. What you get for trying to wait, fuck a racist. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's hot, so. It, it Ashley was out. hot. Now, here's the thing. 
Garrus and Tally were the two coolest companions in the entire game because they're the only ones that stuck with you from first one to second one to third one. Everybody else is like, oh, I kind of have more important things to do. Or, oh, I have other things going on in my life. Not Garrus and Tally. They were like, Shep, we got your back from one to two to three. So they were like always in my party. Especially in the third one when I realized they're the only two originals that, you know, crossed over. So I like that. Before we wrap up here tonight, are you excited about Fallout 4? Yes and no. <laughs> I was like, that didn't sound <laughs> tell, me, tell me why the no. We've talked uh, about why we, why we love the yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the game looks phenomenal, but it, I kind of wanted to see something different um, in the sense that they're bringing back the bot system, and it just really looks like a lot of Fallout 3 elements. That was my big complaint and too. Is it like, very much. I mean, like after right? all these years, I just really wanted to see something completely innovative. Like, make Fallout Three was his own thing with that system and with how they built it. And Bioware is a pretty creative company. They always like bring something fresh to the table. So I really just wanted them to try something different with that's four. Bethesda. I mean, oh yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know why I said Bioware. I was like, that's not Bioware. Yeah, Elder they didn't, Scrolls. They didn't have the partial yeah. weird fighting system. I always that's in all Bethesda of their and Bioware are like twin companies to me. Like they both they, companies I love. Yeah, they're they're very good at storytelling. Um, Fallout Four. I'm excited for it. I mean, what are you most excited about between now and December? Metal Gear Solid Five. That's something we haven't heard on. Good oh my Days. god, dude! We haven't have even you, talked about. Have it. you even seen anything on it? No, I played Final or I played Metal Gear Solid Four the movie. All right, so <laughs> you I have to played, I am. I hate Metal Gear. I love Metal Gear. I, I love the first two I, on the NES. I, I love the first one on the PS One. After that, like okay, when they uh, my first Metal Gear was Twin Snakes on the GameCube, and I had more fun with that game than I've had with any other game in so long. I was like, this is just so cool. That whole Psychomantis fight, when he's like, when you're having to change out your controller ports just to like get through the fight. I deleted like, all of your game data. Yeah, and that's then, the that's the last one I liked. That was so much fun. And then they, On the they and it was just this quirky like they 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 took fiction and then threw it in with real time you know war problems going on like nuclear you know this nuclear setting. They just do it so well. Like you're fighting vampires. Like what the fuck. <laughs> but that's cool to me. And then Metal Gear Solid uh, 2 I thought was awesome. I know a lot of people didn't like Raiden, but he, he ended Raiden up turning into such a, such a character. cool character. Yeah. And then 3 was awesome. Like, the uh, there's this old sniper in the game that you have to fight, um, and you can actually just flip the time on your PS4 to, like, a couple years ahead, and, and he he's dies. dead. He actually just, because he's sitting there sniping for so long, he just dies of old age. And you can so cool. finish that game right in the middle. You Four was awesome. Straight out of one of the cutscenes, you can kill I that just last don't one. like Five, the... they're changing everything up, though. Is Five's it, open world. Are they adding much longer movies? Well, <laughs> but I actually kind of like that. Especially the opening See, if you to like that, then dude, three. those games are... I would not recommend I, a different yeah, game to you if I you like that. Oh, I I loved that. I, I thought I it was fun. I don't want to watch a game. I want to play a if game. If a cutscene lasts longer than two minutes, I've already fucking checked out. Yeah. We played, I mean, we watched Metal Gear Solid 4 split screen so we could play Metal Super Gear Smash Bros. Brawl me, on the Wii at the same time. Because we were like, oh, yeah. there's a lot of story here, but <laughs> 20 minutes later, I'll get to play the game. Sorry, let me fucking Five is doing Smash. so many things that is just so cool with this game. Okay, First well, of all, you're going, back, you're going back to Big Boss. PS4 exclusive, I assume? Uh, no, actually. Cross-platform. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, here's what's cool. Open world, first of all. Okay. They are running it off the Fox engine, which is a from-the-ground-developed physics engine by these guys. Like, no one else... I don't know what that is. Uh, it might be mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> phone's Just keep off. talking. Yeah, just okay, keep so talking. You're fine. You're fine. So it is built from the ground up, the Fox engine, for this game. It has its own physics, real-time weather effects. Like you can get caught in a dust storm, and you can actually use that to your advantage for sneaking around. You can actually go, and when you go to, because it's open world, it's a lot more to deal with. So when I'm going to see a base, like, I'll actually sit there and scope out the whole base, pinpoint all the soldiers in the base, and then you can, like, actually track like. their what routes. you're telling me I like. Yeah. Like, you know how Far Cry? You can use uh, your binoculars to scope. <laughs> same element for scoping thing. out. Yeah, right? So is my wife. You love 
to talk with her because she I love her constantly. constantly. We should. So can we have your wife on the cast? Yeah, she wants to. All right, we'll ask her. So, anyways, yeah. so here's the cool thing about it: you have a mother base, and you remember the photon system in Peace Walker. I never played Peace Walker. Oh my God. Okay, so in Peace Walker, you you're I building. Checked, I checked out after right. Big Boss is building an army for the PSP game Peace Walker and Metal Gear. And basically, the reason I have to break into this is because it plays a huge part in Metal Gear Solid Five. You would photon. You have this photon system where you basically pop this little thing on a soldier, and this mini parachute pops up and drags him off. And he just lifts off into the air, like That's out awesome. of nothing, right? I like and that. then he becomes part of your army. He gets put into your base and then you can like put him into your research party to make more weapons depending on who he is you can photon anything in metal gear solid 5 you see a truck and you think your base could use a truck photon that freaking truck is it unlimited yeah pretty much i mean no there is a system to it but like can i just photon the entire game <laughs> yeah like if, if you see <laughs> one there's, there's the a game. wolf pup literally a wolf pup whose mother died you can photon that pup back to base, and it becomes a fully trained wolf that actually helps you in later missions. Huh. You that can, really cool, and then it. like you can also photon other people. You know, go back to your base, be part of your army like because big boss. boss is building an army. Um, and then like let's say you need some tactical advantage, you're having trouble passing your map. You can call an air support, and they will drop off this huge crate, slams down on the ground, opens up in this cardboard box. <laughs> All that for a cardboard box. <laughs> And now it comes hey, with box is oh, important. and now it comes with special abilities. Like you can pop out one of the sides of the box, and then people will come over to the box, and be like, "Huh?" Lift it up, you're not there, and you can pop them, and then swing back into your box. So it has like more, you know, and you can actually like call down like different outfits and stuff. They have this little uh, decoy mine that you can throw, and it makes this blow up version of you. It just poofs up, and they're like, oh, let's go over here. You can actually kill people with that. So if you throw it under someone, and then you make the blow-up pop, it'll, like, knock him off, like, a cliff or something. You know, little fun things like that. That sounds fun. You, yeah. you sold me. Yeah. It's really interesting. I recommend watching. They have, actually, some pretty in-depth uh, gameplay videos already out there for you. For and then you're actually building up your mother base, which looks like an oil rig, like, right on, right on the, the middle of the ocean, right? And you build it up, you can get, like, you know, crates of equipment, you know, weapons. You can actually build a security system in there, which is actually important for the multiplayer aspect. And you're, like, building up your army, and you actually tell them where to patrol. You set their patrol routes around so, the place. And then when you go, you can actually invade someone else's mother base and steal materials from them. And depending on how they have their people set up to patrol the place... How much their security systems built this sounds up. sounds a lot like Clash of Clans. Was, and wait, in, in a on, sense, man. yeah. I was going to say, this is becoming a big thing in a lot of games. This is uh, and then you World can of Revenge, War- yeah. Back World of Warcraft yeah. implemented a garrison where you build up your garrison. And you build up. And you get and followers and you do, like, boss kind of things or, you know, you raid other things and... What all is doing that? I mean, Metal Gear's implementing that. I honestly thought there was... All sorts of people are doing yeah. things just like that. What started this? I mean, Minecraft? <laughs> Maybe. The Maybe. Prime game. You're going to have to find the Prime game know. for this. Yeah. That's... But, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out anything, if you're not hyped for Metal Solid Five, you probably look up some videos because there's no reason not to be. I'll check one out as soon as we get And done. then, like, uh, and also, the uh, original Snake is no longer voicing him. It's Keith Sutherland from 24. Oh, Keepers. Oh, okay. Yeah, Keeper Sutherland. I was like, Keith Sutherland. I was like, who the fuck is Keith Sutherland? <laughs> <laughs> no, Keeper, Keeper Sutherland. Yeah, he's now the voice of Snake, which I thought was really cool. cool. I like that. Keeper's all right. Yeah. Keeps, keeps, I'm down with the Keith. I don't know. It looks really, really I good. I mean, I think that's the longest 24 hours I've ever tried to watch ever. <laughs> I always felt the same way. I was like, man, this day is long. I'm a fan of his from Young Guns and Young Guns 2. So, yeah, okay. I'll probably say that's my most anticipated game right now. That's that's new. That's something we haven't heard. That's something we haven't talked about. Yeah, so, uh, 5 is awesome. And I'm I'm stoked based off what you said. It's It sounds awesome. I mean, I haven't even touched base with you. I'm just kind of like, I know we're running out of time, so I just want to break into we some can, basics We can go it. as long as we want. Yeah, we can go as long Technical, as we want. We normally yeah. keep it at like an hour, though. Yeah, because, you know, some people like to listen. They're like, hey, an hour. I'm tired of your fucking voices. Get yeah. out of my head. So we, we normally go about an hour. So, yeah, I mean, 
But that doesn't mean that you can't come back whenever you want. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to come back all the time. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I guess to wrap it up, fuck the EA Pass, EA. If I'm going to pay you terrible. money and I have the game already pre-ordered and downloaded, stop giving me 10 hours. Let's get some people from... Let's try to get some people from EA on the cast. No, I, it's not even... It's not even the PGA game. It's EA in general. Let's just be like, EA... What's your deal? I don't like Ubisoft. We have well, either. well, no, they have the same kind of yeah. cash grab machine. So does Activision. Activision just cash grabs off Call of Duty. Same game, just different makeup. You and heard that this year they're going to have zombies. Oh wow, that's new. And then so when I saw that today, I was like, wow, really? You then, guys are getting excited yeah. about this? And then Ubisoft, yeah. like oh, same deal with their Assassin's Creed. How many times do you here's, do the same game? If you're going to do something like this. I don't mind paying subscriptions for things. A lot of things have moved to it. I pay $10 a month for Spotify. I pay $8 a month for Netflix. I pay $7 a month for Crunchyroll. If you want to be one of those styles of like a game developer, give me a $10 a month fee if you have a big enough player base and just release games. Just take ten dollars a month for millions. Of I think people, that's the direction Madden's going to have to and go. And just release games. Well, and then that, that, and then, then there's EA, and they they're the biggest capture of them all. Madden just Every refresh, year. refresh, refresh. Give me sixty Any bucks. Any sport games game that EA too. does, same thing. You know, they, they, it's the common occurrence. I'm highly disappointed in the amount of time they took on Rory and the final product that I got. Unless the game Tuesday EA is going to be a little bit different. Maybe that's why they gave you 10 hours, so you don't play the full game. There better be more courses. I, I don't believe the amount of courses. And if they've released 12 that cost 5 bucks a piece, I'm going to be really pissed. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's another game that's costing They're you They're pulling a Destiny game. on my ass. Yeah, that's almost worse than Destiny. I it is worse. They did it one year. Course. And it was, they released 18 courses yeah. that... For pay. Well, and then well, one more thing on the Destiny thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, there's a lot of games that try to cash grab, and I know Destiny did too, but they still have people playing their game, and a lot of those other guys, they don't. No, you're right, and Destiny is still highly popular. And honestly, I would have to say one of the biggest contributors to that is how smooth that game is in terms of an FPS. It's just really well done. But anyways, yeah. No, that's a good... We'll end with on a good note with Destiny because my <laughs> my nephew would be happy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and you know what, everybody, we still want more feedback. I want to give a shout out to Audio Cat on iTunes. Yeah, Audio Cat, Audio Cat, you rule. And yeah. uh, I also got a complaint that we haven't had a uh, a female guest on the podcast yet, even though we're only at seventeen episodes. So get off my jock. Yeah, but, but still, we will have one soon. Yeah, we've got we've got some lined up. So in the next, we will yeah, have one soon. If you guys want to hear a female voice in the bit cave, there's no problem with that. Actually, though, tomorrow though, you will hear four voices, and they will be the real Colorado Ghostbusters. Yeah, the Northern Colorado Ghostbusters. Uh, exactly, they will be on here tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna actually this cast will go up tonight. We will uh, have uh, the Ghostbusters cast will probably be up by five o'clock tomorrow. And then another cast Wednesday. So I know we took this Wednesday off, guys. I'm sorry, but we uh, we are here and we are uh, we are tearing it up. So yeah, Ghostbusters tomorrow. Any uh, any yep. out of Ghostbusters? I mean, we've got Tim Stebbins, Scott Berryman, Michael Bixby, and Sean Bracy. They'll be here tomorrow, and uh, you know I know you guys are looking forward to hearing from them. So I guess we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. I guess tomorrow will be a cast not about video games, but about Ghostbusting. About Ghostbusting, yeah. So, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Zach, thank you, yeah, of course, for definitely. coming by. Thank um, you guys for having me. Tyler, I'm Eric. That's Zach. And we're out of here. Peace out. All right.